0: Hello and welcome to the final Showa Era episode of Discuss All Monsters. I'm your host Wyatt and like always, who is here with me today?
1: Oh, it's Nikki. (laughs) It's me, hello.
0: Yes, the uh there you are, the Titanosaurus to my Mechagodzilla 2. There there you are, and, and that's the case because we are going to be talking about the final movie of the Showa era, and the final movie of the esteemed director, Ishiro Honda, and the last movie to bear the Godzilla name for nearly a decade, and that is Terror of Mechagodzilla, also known as Mechagodzilla's Counterattack, Revenge of Mechagodzilla, The Terror of Godzilla... Okay. Monsters, yeah, monsters from an unknown planet, which is not true. We do know, like, they are the same (laughs) guys from the.
1: You're right. You're right. We do. We know exactly what planet they're from. They're from another place, but it's not unknown. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, The monsters of the lost continent. That's the French title, right? Uh, And I guess I should say the monsters from an unknown planet is the UK title. Okay. Uh, the Ogres from Space is also a French title. <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> Terror of Godzilla again for French Belgium. Uh, and another French title that's after Holocaust.
1: Wha- what? What? <laughs> Wait. Th- that's it? It's just after Holocaust?
0: Yes. <laughs> Uh, which, hmm, kind of a weird title for this movie, but no, sure. It's, let's, it's, uh, it's,
1: it's strange to say the least, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, but, you know, let's, that, let's just keep moving. Uh, Mechagodzilla Strikes Back, that's kind of the most literal translation of uh, Mechagodzilla Counterattack.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, Horror of Godzilla, that's the Dutch-Belgium name.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Monsters from the Lost Continent, again, from the Netherlands. The Brood of the Devil, from Germany. Uh, <laughs> Destroy Kong with an exclamation point! Oh, oh. The Earth is in danger. <laughs> That's the full title.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Destroy Kong!
0: The Earth is in danger. The, where, the, uh,
1: where the fuck are they getting Kong <laughs> from? Inex? I
0: don't know. I don't know. I think it's because like Godzilla still retains a bit of the King Kong look, oh like my throughout God. all of his iterations, right? Because but if you remember a all the way, yeah, if you remember all the way back people in the first ever episode of Discuss All Monsters, I did mention that King Kong was the biggest influence on the design of Godzilla. So, I, that just keeps creeping back in and it's also like there are elements of that were originally part of Frankenstein that got put into Kong and then now are into Godzilla. So, right. it kind of makes some type of psychopathic sense, but Either way, uh, the Greek title is Godzilla and the Extraterrestrials, which is, you know, sure, fine. Uh, the Turkish title is one that I swear to God we have, like, seen one million times because it's so generic. Battle in Outer Space, which is not <laughs> even true. Yeah. There is no part of this movie that takes place in outer space. No, they don't go uh, there, no. No, yeah. <laughs> there are aliens from outer space, yeah. but whatever. The Israeli title is War of the Monsters, which, again, is an insanely generic title. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brazilian one is The Fury of the Monsters.
1: Okay. I mean, there's... I don't know. There, there's like a bit that's of That's true. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, there's a specific scene with Godzilla that I was like, all right, yeah, that's that's pretty furious. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's pretty... Yeah, that's pretty tight. Yeah. Uh, the Return of Mechagodzilla, the Mexican yeah, one. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, Godzilla against Mechagodzilla, there, which I feel was just the name of the yeah. That's just movie. the last one, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and to wrap it up, from Mexico again, Mechakong. Uh,
1: it's not. A, that's it. There's no, <laughs> there's no monkey. There is a Mechakong. Like we have one in another. Yeah, movie, we already like, had Mechakong. You know, like like, we, we, like guys. We really gotta like so, get some of these title guys like some some glasses or something. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. It, it, with so Nikki. Sorry, I'm just I just want to say one more thing just about this title bit. It's like with the the ending of the Showa era here. Is this is this like? Does the bit get way less good as we go on or or or? I think it does. I think yeah.
0: I think as far as. Godzilla goes, it gets less good. Right. Oh. And that's a little teaser for something we'll talk about at the Mm. end of this episode. Mm. So, you'll you'll have to keep listening to see what the hell we're talking about. But for now, I want to pose the question that we're always asking. So, Terror of Mechagodzilla. It's a strange movie because it's not, like, necessarily very well known in that, like, it is the last of the Showa movies, but it's not a notable movie as far as uh, where it, where it appears in the history of Godzilla. Beyond that, yeah. it's like the second Mecha Godzilla appearance. It's not the first. Uh, Titanosaurus is not a monster that has made like any amount of cultural imprints. Yeah, uh, and it, it feels like a very underrated movie. Right. Uh, in a lot of ways, or, like, at least underappreciated in that, like, not that many people pay a lot of mind to it. They're kind of always talking about, you know, some of the earlier Showa movies, some weirdos like Hetera, some people, you know, will talk about the original Mechagodzilla movie. But, Nikki, you know how we are. I know. How did you feel about Terror of Mechagodzilla in general? And... How did you feel about it in comparison to the previous movie, of which this is a direct sequel to?
1: I think it is better than Godzilla vs. Mechagodzilla, uh, yep. pretty decisively, uh, and I think it is a beautiful send-off, uh, not only for Godzilla for this era, because uh, uh, in, in particular we'll get to like the ending. Uh, later and uh uh, i also think it serves as a wonderful send-off to ishiro honda uh who, who absolutely really you know like after after a string of some disappointing kind of petering off phoning it in movies for a while comes back and he's and you can just feel he's hungry for it because this movie like is so fucking good looking Uh, it is, Mm -hmm. it is one of my favorite Godzilla films visually, like, period. Like, there are so many cool shots, so much cool, so many cool, like, directing choices. I'm a really big fan of this one, and, uh, uh, I'm so glad that Ashiro Honda, like, really, like, brought it back. And just, like, Mm -hmm. fucking, like, went for it on this one. Uh, I don't think it's perfect, but I, but I really liked it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so... Uh, here's the thing. I've kind of like. There are many movies throughout the history of discussed on Monsters where I've made very clear in advance my exact opinion on them. Right. And uh, some of them I have budged on, right? right? Like, I'm not so proud that I can't admit I was completely wrong about uh, Ebira, Horror of the Deep. I think that's an excellent movie yeah. now. Uh, that was a lot of fun. Uh, I now am not super impressed by some of the movies that I had previously enjoyed, like Invasion of Astro Monster. Sorry, Joey. (laughs) Uh,
1: (laughs) Every time we mention that movie, we have to say, like, sorry real quick to my good friend, Joey Weiser.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, like, you know, even things like Megalon I ended up really enjoying uh, and all this stuff. But, like, for the most part, There's a few movies where I'm like, I really love this movie uh, before we got to it and I would like hype it up. And then the second that we got to it, there would always be this hesitation, Mm. this like fear that set in in my mind of like, uh oh, what if this movie isn't what I thought it was? What if it's not what it's cracked up to be? And every single time so far, it's been Ghidorah the 3 head Monster, still one of my favorites, War of the Gargantua's. Still one of my favorites. You know, even Hedera. Absolutely one of my top faves. And this is another one where the whole time... Anybody who knows me can attest to this. That I've always said I think that this movie is not only better than the original of the Mechagodzilla movies, but one of the best Showa-era movies, period. And I am very glad to say that I am right, goddammit. This movie fucking owns... Now, like you said, it does have its issues, and we will talk about that. Yeah. But I think a lot of the issues that I have with the movie are kind of also bonuses in a weird way. Mm. Uh, yeah. In that, like, a lot of the things that I wasn't supremely bored by in other Godzilla movies, uh, you know, up to this point now because it feels like this whole movie I guess feels like a perfect circle Yes, uh, it really does feel like we're returning to the beginning in a lot of ways Mm -hmm. and uh, well I'll spoil this as far as the discussion goes Uh, I've actually been incredibly busy today so I actually didn't have time to write an essay for the history unfortunately there's not that much history to even go about so it would have been like a very uh, wheel spinny essay anyway yeah uh, but that being said, some important things to note. Uh, we already did mention that Ishiro Honda is back as director. Akira if- Ifukube is back as composer. So the music has that, that Ifukube soundscape to yeah. it. And Akiko Arada is the main antagonist of the movie, which is like, that's so perfect of a like going full circle. Because I already said in the previous movie that, oh, it's kind of a really cool move that now he is old enough that he's like the elderly scientist and not like the young yeah, hot right, scientist right. like he was in the original so then like getting him into the age makeup and giving him grey hair as Dr. Mafune uh, and him being like this scientist who is using yeah. his research for evil and for a selfish means uh, is a really really cool way of like Signaling to everybody who has been fans of Godzilla up to this point mm-hmm. that this is kind of, like, the natural ending of this franchise, at least for a little while. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, so in in that case, I feel like a lot of the things that make it feel like a 60s movie are actually kind of, like, nostalgic. Uh, and they kind of, like, make me kind of look back at the breadth of movies that we have watched for this series thus far and look at some of them pretty fondly and realize, like, hey, may- maybe a lot of the movies that I was kind of bored with or didn't really enjoy uh, aren't as bad as I, like, once thought. Right. Or th- yeah. I'm not saying that I'm going to change my opinion on any of them. What I said is what I said. But that th- this movie has such a-, a beautifully nostalgic feeling to it that it kind of makes you, like... Uh, rose tinted glasses for an era that may have not been as good as you yeah yeah it's it's it is
1: the final step for the Showa era it is it's the final point where it's like okay yeah they they truly do not make them anymore after this like like they they Mm. don't are sorry they do not make them like that anymore after this like it's just Yeah, yeah it is it is it is a bygone era and this is this is the the last uh you know, I would say last gasp, but 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 this movie doesn't feel like a gasp. It's like a last hurrah. It's it really is like mm-hmm. a. Absolutely. It's, it's a very, uh, uh, confident movie. I think in a way that like it's, the last few haven't. Yeah. Been. Yeah.
0: It feels like, for the first time, everything kind of lined up perfectly, and it feels like all of the pieces were set up, and didn't quite make it work. Right in the last few movies and then finally everything was knocked into place with this movie and this feels like what the original Mechagodzilla movie could have been right you know we talk about how like amazingly awesome that movie is like in a lot of ways visually and action wise and like how it tells story through action and all that but how lackluster any of the characters are that I can't remember what they even look like Mm -hmm. or what they were doing you know (laughs) (laughs) And, like, I just, you know, it's just not very uh, compelling, unfortunately. Whereas this one, uh, it does, like, it has a bigger scope, or it has a big scope, but it once again kind of shortens the cast to, like, a few important characters. There really is, like, really only one important lead character. Uh, There's, like... A, a group of antagonists That are not like Some generic alien guys They are just you know th- I mean they are the same aliens From the previous movie uh, But you know It's not just like A group of guys There's like three guys that we get to know throughout them One of one of which looks like uh, Gendo Ikari uh, And mm. well, well we'll get into that As we go forward uh, But <laughs> You know, right, right. Uh, I, th- I think that, uh, I don't know. I, I think it just brings a lot more interesting stuff to the table, and it has like a more classic story. Uh, there's a lot of stuff that I like about the original more aesthetically, but I think that this one does like it's like the platonic ideal of like a Godzilla story. Yeah, uh, I, uh, that doesn't necessarily mean it's the best, but it just means it's like it's pitch perfect. In almost every single way. Uh and yeah, I think that th- that's all I gotta say yeah. as far as uh you know, initial thoughts. Yeah, I was just
1: gonna say like uh uh as soon as one of the first scenes we saw was in a boardroom with a bunch of like dudes in suits kind of trying to figure out like, alright, what's this transmission trying to tell us? I was like, Here we are, baby. It's Godzilla. Is so, it like 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 yeah you know, I I like Uh, generally what they had been doing the last few movies with like having more kind Mm -hmm. of like regular Joe protagonists kind of getting in over their head or just like more fantastical ideas and stuff but it had been so long since we'd gotten like uh, a story like with this certain type of scope that uh, it actually it it just felt nice it felt really good Uh, when I do when I know that like uh, you look at, like, the, the 50s and 60s and stuff, there were a lot of movies like this. <laughs> like, by the time you get to, like, yeah, this yeah. part in the mid-70s, it's like, okay, this is refreshing again. Um, but, yeah, uh, uh, I, I suppose we should just, you know, like, we're already kind of getting started, but let's just talk about the movie broadly here. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. I I, I I guess we can just start from that scope that I mentioned and stuff. the, the I, I really like... The Interpol angle here. I really like that it that yeah. it's, mm-hmm. it's 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 like these officials and stuff. There's a, they have like a marine biologist like ex- expert guy, you know, and they're trying to figure out what happened with uh, this sub that was trying to find parts of the original Mecha Godzilla and they're trying to like figure out stuff about the aliens, and they got attacked by Titanosaurus, and the movie just kind of speeds along. Like it, it's got a really good like clip to it and stuff where uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, pretty early on you get. Uh, this really, like, okay, Uh, there's a really cool, like, thing that this movie does with, like, having, like, kind of slideshows and photos kind of tell the story, Uh, and it kind of already gets started with the uh, opening credit sequence, which I think is one of the strongest in the Showa era, with, like, having, like, clips from the original, and they, like, do, like, a freeze frame, and they go, like, sepia tone, and then they give you, like, credits and stuff. It's Mm -hmm. more of, like, a more somber more like kind of serious feeling intro and then uh whenever you get the storytelling with uh uh where they where they go into uh mafune's like past and like uh you know his like the legend about him being like this crackpot and and like uh yeah yeah trying to like oh no like like trying to prove prove to everybody about like titanosaurus and stuff back in like the late 50s uh which i think is the time frame it's like it was like 15 20 years or something they mentioned and mm-hmm. then uh uh and then fast forwarding to now and stuff when he's like he's he's old he's in aged makeup uh i actually it's funny last episode i made fun of a guy who had like old makeup on that didn't look like he didn't look old yeah. at <laughs> all but uh Hirata looks great in, in the makeup here and stuff like yeah, like, uh, exactly. yeah, he's,
0: yeah. he's no great Dr. D you know <laughs> like he's not uh... yeah
1: yeah oh <laughs> fuck oh fuck great fucking doctor. the Dr. best character
0: <laughs> uh donate at the five dollar level if you want to understand that <laughs> joke uh
1: Donate the five dollar level and then watch thirteen or listen to thirteen episodes of a <laughs> podcast before you can finally get to the point where we laugh our fucking asses off about this one guy in Common Writer. But uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. So so uh, uh I don't know. Uh, how are you feeling about like the way it sets up, the way it kind of eases into things, and you get like uh, and and you get fed that information and stuff like this kind of. Yeah, I full th- cool first quarter. Of the
0: it's movie. very, it's very. Uh, I don't know. It's in. It's strange how much I'm impressed by like very simple filmmaking or storytelling techniques. Because mm. a lot of these movies are made on such a fast time frame that they cannot afford to be like full movies. They are just like big event things. Yeah. So like the last movie really had like zero plot whatsoever. Uh, Whereas this one can afford to, like, ease you into the plot and give you a breadcrumb trail, and I think that that's really cool. Yeah. Like, you know, you get... All right, this is a fucking sequel. Even if, like, you did not see the original Mechagodzilla, and you're just assuming that this is the first one, the intro shows you a fight. You know, it shows you everything that, basically, you know, the confrontation between Godzilla and Mechagodzilla throughout the movie. So you know Mechagodzilla got trashed. Yeah. Uh, then like, so the first scene being like, uh, these marine biologists exploring and then being like, oh, Matt just not fucking here, dude. I don't know what's up. Uh, and then getting attacked by this monster, you start to put together, oh shit. What if that monster is partly responsible for that in some way? Uh, and then you get the transmission of like, oh, it was some type of dinosaur uh, and then immediately the main character of the movie, uh, Akira Chinose, as I know by looking at Wikizilla, uh, <laughs> I actually do remember the names of the characters, <laughs> right. but I just happened to have his, his page up because I wanted to find the actor, uh, Katsuhiko Sasaki, who he actually was in a previous Godzilla movie. It doesn't say so on Wikizilla, but I know he was one of the main characters in, uh, versus Megalon. Right. Um, so he was one of the like dudes that was hanging out with that kid, uh, or was like one of the brothers of the kid. I don't know. I don't know what the hell was going on with those people. But <laughs> there was there was
1: the brother, and then there was uh and then there was Talkie from Common Rider who got to do all the cool stuff. Yeah, yeah, all right.
0: yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so either way, like he he's kind of like the. He is definitely the main, main character, and he's interested by this dinosaur thing because he's aware of this, you know, this story about the Dr. Mafune being, like, laughed about, you know, because of trying to propose the existence of this, like, ocean-dwelling dinosaur. Mm. Uh, And then we also get, like, other scenes of the black hole aliens being, like, oh, yeah, (laughs) we're teaming up with this dude. And then they kind of explain the backstory through that. So then you immediately start to put together, Oh shit. You know, all, all of these things are, are coming together.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I think that that starts to get really interesting and honestly, like pretty emotionally compelling. Uh, once like, uh, Akira starts going to the former residence of Mafune and meets his daughter, yeah. uh, and, like, the daughter is very, like, no, he died five years ago. Just trying to hide, you know, she she's in on the whole gig, you know, right. that Maffine's working with these aliens in some degree to get revenge on humanity for his failure and for the presumed death of his wife. Right. uh, And immediately, like, her, her frosty exterior starts to be melted by this guy being, like, actually genuinely interested in the research that her father did? Yeah. And like wanting to like explain to her like, well, even if your father's dead, I want you to know like he he's probably right. There we have found evidence that there is this dinosaur and I, and I was just like, "Oh my god, that's like a weirdly like strange but like emotionally compelling interaction to like move the story forward that you really don't, you don't get in a lot of these movies. The idea that like you have an antagonist or somebody who's in an antagonistic role. And we know that Katsura, the, the main heroine of the movie is somebody that, you know, is good hearted deep down, but she's just wanting to help her father out of like the, you know, out of love for him. Uh, but, like, the fact that, I don't know, there, there's a lot of, <laughs> like, interesting interplay with, like, him being, like, this genuine guy that just wants to, like, kind of prove this person that supposedly died correct of his teachings without knowing that he's still alive and now evil, uh, and, like, talking to this girl with, like, the pure intention of just trying to, like, s- satisfy her and let her rest easy that her father didn't die in vain. Yeah. Uh, and then she has to keep lying about, like, oh, yeah, my dead dad, you know, he is dead now, and <laughs> he's not alive, and, uh, you know.
1: He's very much in the ground, and, uh, and and yeah. like...
0: <laughs> but uh, but yeah. I think that, that, like, that leads to a lot of great moments. Like, one of my favorite moments uh, in the movie is when they're at, like, this cafe and talking about that, uh, and she is, you know... She is lying to him, and you know it. It's dramatic irony. Um, and, like, that's one of those small literary techniques that you just don't see very often in these movies, because, again, they, it's not because they don't know how to do it. They have done it in the past. It's just that a lot of these movies were made very fucking quickly. Yeah, uh, Remember... The Megalon movie was shot in two weeks. Yeah, so. they, they,
1: they had to be. They had to be way more straightforward. They couldn't weave yeah. something together like this. Is this a new? Is this mm-hmm. a new screenwriter? Because it feels it feels fresh in a way. Like like I don't think it was like Sekizawa or, or anyone else. I think it was someone different that wrote this yes. one. And, yes, 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 and 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 uh, that shows.
0: Yeah, it was her only credit. Her Takayama. Her
1: that that feels yes. distinct. So distinct, I think
0: yeah. that that leads a lot of that leads that makes a lot of sense because I think that Katsura is a very like fully developed character. She is a character that spoiler, you know, dies at the end of the right. movie. But I mean, so does Doctor Mafune. So do all of the bad guys. They die. <laughs> it's less of a it's less of a like fridging a woman in more of a like tragic outcome. For these humans that were roped into yeah. the, the greedy aliens you know
1: yeah i definitely uh, came away like at the end of this like thinking like wow i i think aside from the monsters uh mafune and and uh, katsura are like the most tragic characters in in the franchise like it's like aside yeah. from the monsters and uh uh, uh oh my god uh dr serizawa holy shit i almost i forgot his name for a second yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but 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 <laughs> yeah
0: yeah well well he's he's been time reincarnated as uh as Maffine. Maffine. yeah yeah so, but but yeah
1: that that's that's you know one of the biggest ways where just uh, the series uh, comes around on itself and and really like uh i don't know man that like i i really really need for more people to understand that this is like such a good final movie for the show era like it's nuts um, uh-huh. I really yeah. also want to give commend, uh, commendations to, uh, um, the aliens in this movie, because we've had some, some decent aliens before we've had some bad aliens, like some really stupid fucking aliens in these movies. I like these ones. I, I, I think
0: mm-hmm.
1: they're really venom. Uh, they're really villainous in like a super like slimy way that, that, uh, uh, feels compelling, especially because. Uh, they are attached to these two characters who are tragic and being very much like and Emofene in particular is being very much like strung along by these yeah. by these aliens and uh, uh, they're like using his daughter and literally like like stripping her apart for parts to like use for this uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, for for, for Mecha Godzilla and stuff and and uh, uh, another another late game spoiler and like she is a cyborg. Uh, uh, and, and, uh, because she's died once before. And, uh, the whole thing is just like, the whole situation is just, it just, it, it just really connects, uh, in a way that a lot of the alien stuff doesn't because aliens are just too detached from humanity. That's like their entire thing. That's what they're Mm -hmm. supposed to represent. I understand. But here they're, they're taking advantage in a very direct way that just works. It just works so well. And also... Uh, I think they're silly Silver Age comic like like little alien suits rule. I love, I love they they look like Pikmin. I love their helmets so much. Uh, they look like little. Or yeah. They look like Pikmin or like the the Great Gazoo and stuff like uh uh from, uh-huh. <laughs> from the Flintstones. Like I don't know. I like I love these guys. And uh, another thing that I wanted to mention though in relation to them, one of my favorite scenes. Uh, it's a very small thing in terms of like the the scope of the movie, but. There's this very horrifying scene of uh, a guy who escapes early on from their, like, facility. And uh, they hunt him down, and uh, the guy, like, happens upon this, like, other, like, maintenance guy who's, like, who's like working in the ground on something and stuff. And, like, uh, he passes off, like, a piece of, like, uh, the, what is it? The, like, the super titanium or whatever it's called. Yeah, space yeah, the space titanium. titanium. Yeah. Uh, he passes it off to him and stuff and runs away and then gets shot and killed and stuff and uh, that that whole sequence you see one part of it early and then later on like a, like about 10 minutes later or something like that you see uh, you see it told from the maintenance worker's point of view and stuff and it kind of like retells the entire thing and it's it's just really cool but and it reminded me of something that was that's also kind of another like secondary thesis to this is that I think as well as wrapping on itself and, and kind of bringing Godzilla to a close in a lot of different ways, especially by directly casting Hirata in like the inverse of his role from the original movie. Uh, they also, this is also a really cool send off because it's basically giving Godzilla up to the, the genre that it birthed. And it is, it mm-hmm. is taking in inspiration from what's around it. Because Honda, before working on this movie... Uh, when he like kind of split off and was doing other stuff... And was not directing Godzilla movies for a while... Uh, he directed episodes mm. of Return of Ultraman. Namely the premiere, two-parter, and the ending. And a few episodes in between, too. Uh, lots of fantastic stuff in there. You can definitely tell it's Honda. Especially in those first episodes. And... I feel like a lot of the first bit of this movie also kind of bears a bit of Ultraman tone, where they're kind of, yeah, where definitely. they're investigating something, they're dealing with a weird guy who's holed up somewhere, and he's attached to to this whole like big monster thing, and they're like, okay, so there's there's a bit of Ultra Q, Ultraman in there, and then uh, the aliens feel like fucking Shocker. So it's like taking in yeah. the two biggest, oh, yeah. the two biggest pop cultural like exports of of Tokusatsu, uh, you know that that only could have happened from Godzilla, and it's bringing it into Godzilla, which feels so beautiful, like if, like and it feels like something that only would have happened after a hiatus, but this happened right before the hiatus, and almost I feel mm. like would set the tone, I'm sure for whenever the, the series comes back and it, and it takes even more from those shows and kind of becomes its own yeah. other fully fledged beast in the Heisei and uh, you know, so on in millennium and so on films. But uh, uh, I really yeah. wanted to bring that up because that, that whole sequence of the dude getting fucking executed was just like, holy fuck, I've seen like four episodes of Common Rider that opened this exact way. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> You're right. That is such a Common Rider moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, that you can't help but think that it did have some huge splash enough to influence even industry vets. And I think that that's an important thing that you brought up because earlier in the series, um, we've talked about this many times up until Ultraman came out, like all the movies before Ultraman. We would always mention, this is like an Ultra Q or like Ultraman episode. Uh, And that was in the sense that this type of movie would inspire the type of show that Ultraman and Ultra Q and seven and all those shows uh, would be. Whereas now we're like, this is like return of Ultraman or like Kamen Rider in the sense that, Oh, they are taking or they are inspired by those things. So it's, it is finally, it feels like fully reciprocal in that way too. You're right. This, this is such, it feels like such a beautifully complete, movie in a way that the, the previous few movies just have right not. yeah uh, and,
1: and especially because i think you know and some of those other ones are taking stuff from like manga or anime and it's in a way that's more like trendy that's more like oh the kids mm-hmm. like this it's a very cigar chomping type of way but i feel like honda and the and the creatives working on this movie and writing this movie Are 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 like it's it's more of like a real respect, real recognizes real type of thing where they're like, okay, no, yeah, this is that like this is what is actually pushing the genre forward, and Godzilla needs to do that too, and uh, you know, Terror of Mechagodzilla itself as a film being, I think, I think I read uh, the lowest performing uh, film Mm -hmm. ever in the series. Yeah, it caused the hiatus. Yeah, 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 Yeah. like. you know, it, it may not have itself caused a giant splash or whatever, but but the sentiment is there that that Godzilla should yeah, also em- embody this this forward pushing idea because it, cause it made the it's the big bang that begat the entire genre. Uh, so I don't know, yeah, very big thing to bring up there that I just kept thinking about the entire movie.
0: Yeah. Okay. So. We've talked a lot about a lot of the great stuff in this movie. And I want to keep that going because I think that the movie is mostly great yeah. stuff. Uh, and, But there's there's one part that I think is maybe my favorite part of the movie. And uh, and I alluded to this talking to you. That it's one of the few times recently that one of these movies has made me cry. Uh, but we can't talk about it without first taking a step back. And why don't we talk about the new monster And discuss all monsters. We got Titanosaurus. Yes. So, Titanosaurus is a very interesting monster, because unlike some of the other big brute uh, dinosaur monsters that we've seen, like Anguirus or Rodan, it's not just like... Titanosaurus is different from those, because those monsters are kind of like territorial animals. Right. You know, they're not necessarily malicious... But they like rampage because they've their resting place has been disturbed in some regard, and then there are actively like destructive or malicious monsters like King Ghidorah, Gigant, you know, Megalon, Mechagodzilla, things like that. But Titanosaurus is very different because he's not a destructive monster. He's not even a territorial monster. He was a, a peaceful monster that was taken advantage of and control. Yes. He was discovered by Mafrene in the 50s, and then, like, after his, like, being thrown out of the scientific societies and being, like, thrown into shame, and we eventually learned that, you know, uh, even after all of this, like, they, they were thrown into poverty, uh, and he blames himself and, like, the world for the death of his wife because she grew sick since they were so poor. Um and wanted to and now wants to take revenge it's a very classic evil scientist thing but there's like enough pathos there to round it out and make it not as generic as it could have been and i think that another piece of that pie the thing that really drives home the pathos is the fact that it is essentially just making an innocent animal Something that did not want any like has no destructive impulse, has no like anger or fury, become a a furious beast that attacks everything in sight. And it's a very intentional thing because there are multiple points in the movie where they find a way to disarm whatever thing is controlling Titanosaurus, and its instinct is to flee rather than to fight. It just doesn't want to confront Godzilla. Uh, and that's that's such a great little piece of development for it. And there is a scene like about halfway through the movie where Katsura confronts her father and starts talking about, there's all these monsters that have just caused so much destruction. King Ghidorah, Rodan, Manda. I yeah. Guess. No. <laughs> you know, I, 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 I like, <laughs> on that one.
1: I was like, are you kidding me? I was like, not Manda. Yeah. yeah.
0: No. Yeah. He, he attacked one, submarine in one movie but like do you want to make this monster like those do you want him to go down in history as like this evil monster like those guys did for no other reason than to satisfy yourself and that was such a like oh my god yeah (laughs) if you want to talk about sympathy for the devil like the amount of times that this movie or this series has like consistently stuck the landing on the idea that like these monsters are not inherently evil and it's like humanity's interactions with them that cause them to do evil. Uh like that is such a brilliant and poignant thing, especially for like this final it really, really felt like oh fuck, this is like the final movie of this series, you know? Especially seeing the the, like, clips yes. yeah. one by one of another, all the monsters. Another thing
1: that, like, really pushes forward, the thing I was mentioning about, like, using archival, like, photos and using, like, using, like... It, it uses the past to tell its story, like, in such, like, cool ways. And, like, a lot of times mm-hmm. it's, like, a fabricated past. Like, it like it's it's using the previous movie in the credits. is using a fabricated past by using, like, photos of, like, a younger... Current or, or current at the time, Akihiko Harada and uh, like like arguing with people and stuff, and then like using clips from movies you've also seen and stuff. Like in this, mm-hmm. like I oh, don't know, it's just such a cool stylistic like editing choice that even bleeds into like the the themes of the movie that I really love. Like this movie is the whole package, yeah. guys. Like it, it is, it's got it yeah, all. <laughs> だからお父様。あの Video Death Loop is a podcast where we watch a short video clip on Loop until we just can't take it anymore. Along the way, we'll try our best to make each other laugh and to hold out longer than the other guy. You can jump in on any episode, no need to worry about continuity. Check out Video Death Loop on the Greenlit Podcast Network with new episodes every Friday. <laughs> Hey, Lassie, what are you doing here? Timmy's in a well. SequelCast 2 and Friends is a podcast looking at movies in a franchise, one film at a time, like Harry Potter, Hellraiser, and The Hobbit. And sometimes the hosts talk about video games and TV as well. And now it's part of the Greenlit Podcast Network. Oh, Lassie, we don't need to rescue Timmy. He likes the well well enough, I guess. Darth Vader is Luke's father. Lassie, I told you to lay off the Spoilers.
0: it seriously did like make me tear up because it was so like such a poignant it reminded me like the last time i felt that was uh (laughs) weirdly enough with uh uh, dagaro versus goliath like that was probably the last movie that genuinely made me feel like deep emotions about this specific topic yeah uh and i think that it's like i don't know like that's That's, like, a fucking... To me, that's the most important part of any type of, like, kaiju-related material. Is Mm -hmm. having, like, this deep respect and sympathy for nature and for these monsters. Not just treating them as, like, these cheap blockbuster destruction tools and things like that. Uh, And and that kind of goes into, like, one thing that I think is an extremely cool... A tragic twist in this movie and an insanely bad stupid plot point in the most recent Godzilla movie because it's the exact same plot point yeah. that the Mechagodzilla is like incomplete. The original version of it was a like incomplete version of that and the only way to finish it is by having a real brain attached to it in some way. So because they've already experimented on Katsura and made her into a cyborg, uh, at a point later in the movie she gets injured again and is presumed dead again, and then they fully transform her into yeah. a robot and place the uh, the control mechanism for Mechagodzilla inside of which her. Which is which is and, also one
1: of the uh, the coolest special effect shots in the movie with like the the like churning like mechanical like. Like circuitry inside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really of cool. Super
0: cool. We, we see her boobs. Yeah, so.
1: weird first for the series. Right before they they <laughs> they piece out for Showa, they're they're like, okay, here's a bit of a female nudity for a minute.
0: Here's some here's some titties. Yeah, I guess it's fine because we have a female screenwriter. So, you know,
1: <laughs> they get, they use their card. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs>
0: but like, yeah, it doesn't feel exploited. It's honestly like disturbing, not. Oh like yeah, it's it's erotic it's, in it's any way. It's
1: body horror, which is which is. Not a yeah. place I expected for this movie to go. Yeah, yeah.
0: In like, the, the use of, like, Cyborg and, like, you know, altercation stuff like that. That's common yeah, matter, man. man. That's, like, it definitely is fucking con- At the very least, it's Cyborg 009, which yeah, is the yeah. same guy. Yeah. You know?
1: This is a... Uh, 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 uh kikaider like th- those uh, taking notes yeah taking notes before the
0: oh uh, yep yep yep
1: what's Kikider after this oh no I'm, I'm not gonna look it up now but
0: <laughs> no Kikider kikaider was oh. before this it was uh it was like a couple i think it was around the same time as v3 oh yeah okay so X, it would have it but... been
1: before this is 74 right yeah
0: the 75, 75. last wow, movie wow. was 74 right right yeah 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 the, the last movie was a soft end to the right. series but it did a lot of it made a lot of money but then this movie made so little money that they're like, "All right, yeah, gotta shelve it. box this yeah, bad yeah, boy yeah. up." Something, stri- something strange happened at the end of the '70s, though, that made them want to, <laughs> you know, continue the series a little bit more. Something happened to the Japan was no longer hurting for money. I guess uh, yeah, we'll say, yeah. Uh, yeah. and we can we'll, we'll talk about that more when we get to the next season of this podcast when we when we get to that but we still gotta finish up yeah talk about this episode because i think the one thing that's interesting is we have spent a lot of time talking about this movie and we've talked about a lot of the most important parts we haven't even touched godzilla yeah, yet. or
1: mechagodzilla
0: <laughs> yeah or, or Godzilla. so so mechagodzilla is pretty much the same he just has like a different insignia on his shoulders right. uh and he's officially referred to as mechagodzilla too yeah in this sense, because he is technically, like, a more upgraded version of it. Uh, And there is, like, a really sweet twist Uh, at the end of the movie. I loved it. I didn't expect Uh, it
1: for some reason. I was just like, oh, shit, instead of, like, I actually, yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) So, let's talk about Godzilla. I think Godzilla has probably the best introduction that he's ever had in this movie. Where, like, because it takes so long for him to, like, even be hinted at or showed up. Like, it's not, like, other movies... Yeah, it's not like other movies where we see him on Monster Island and he sets off yeah, to sea and then he shows up he's like he's
1: laying on a hammock and he's sipping on like a pina yeah, colada. Yeah. So,
0: yeah. No, no, no. It's like as soon as Titanosaurus starts to like really fucking fuck shit up. And Titanosaurus has a lot of really cool abilities like the, the swinging his tail to cause hurricane yeah. winds. Um that's really awesome. And it, like, I think it's really cool that they're able to make an interesting monster without giving it like breath attacks yeah, yeah. Or, laser or making beam it or anything. Yeah. something like that. Yeah, yeah I was actually like going to mention
1: uh, there's a lot of stuff to like. There's a lot of physicality to like the 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 body of Titanosaurus, and and uh, it feels like it's kind of advanced as a monster suit too, with like the little fins like opening up and everything. Mm-hmm. That it does kind of feel like an interesting like transition point into what would become like. The, yeah. the heisei era monster suits, where those were really involved and yeah, have like the, uh, fins and all this shit. Well, yeah.
0: <laughs> we'll talk oh, about we, it when we get there. But the spirit, <laughs> yeah, the the, uh, the 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 spiritual successor to this movie, we'll yeah. say the second movie in the Heisei series, has one of the most ridiculous. Why the fuck did they design this monster this way? But thank God they did. Yeah monsters to ever appear in any tokusatsu yeah uh, period yeah. so uh, but we'll talk about that when we get there if you're a fan of Godzilla you know it's up um, either way like I think that Godzilla like appearing in the darkness and then like you see the flashes of mm. light from like the explosions and you see a silhouette and then the like smoke clears yeah. and Godzilla's there and the and the fucking theme oh, starts God. and you're like fuck yeah. yeah he's like the fucking superhero it, it's, it's so awesome
1: fucking bad fucking ass it's so good I, and he's got and he's got the meanest fucking snarl on his face too like 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 yeah. he uh, uh i don't know th- th- this again everything about this movie's tone is so different from where the first Mecha Godzilla was, from where Megalon was, certainly, and everything. Where, where like, they we're like they're kind of leaning into like the the, the the kind of sillier superheroics of stuff and everything. And this is still super heroic in a sense. Because like I mean, 'cause cause Godzilla shows up like fucking Superman, like like at, at the that the yeah. nick of time. But there there's like an anger. There there's a there's a fucking there's a there's a real emotionality brewing to it that really like mm-hmm. I, I, I definitely had, a, like, a feeling in my chest, like, swell up whenever, like, he finally yeah. showed up and, like, he's in the smoke. And, like, God, the way that they, they've like, they treat the sets in this movie, like, uh, there's there's some really incredible, like, special effects shots of, like, the, the fucking floor caving in and shit. It's so yeah. goddamn it, cool.
0: <laughs> it felt like Dad came home, you know? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, Dad yeah. is yeah. home. He's back. Yeah. Ishiro Honda's back. Even if this is his last time at the ring, he's like, I'm going to fucking let me show you kids how to do Godzilla. And he like cracked his knuckles and like, like fully proved us completely wrong that he like, no, he is not washed up. He is not like faded. This dude just needed a few years of rejuvenating and he went fucking super saiyan. Yeah. yeah. Like the
1: attention to detail that I went on about in the first episode of this podcast Came back roaring like it was ready to go, and stuff. Just, mm-hmm. just, oh, I love it. I love it. Anyway, yeah,
0: yeah. And and we get to you know, there's like they fight. Uh, we already kind of talked about a lot of the plot stuff after the fight. You know, a titanosaurus leaving yeah. because they are able to like block out the the sonic wave. Uh, there's a lot of back and forth between the heroes and the villains involving that. Uh, and, like, the, the final gut punch leading into the finale being the reveal that Katsura is going to be essentially the, the guts to Mechagodzilla and the, the surrogate, like, thing that causes it to exist, the pilot of sorts to the Mechagodzilla. And I want to bring up, in the most recent Godzilla yeah. movie, Godzilla vs. Kong, they have a thought point extremely similar to this but with a character that nobody gives a fuck about and is related to somebody that people did care about and dies in, like, a horrific and, like, not at all respectful way, even remotely. Uh, And then just, like, leads to, oh, man, Mechagodzilla just went berserk, so this dude's dead, who gives a shit? Whereas I think it's extremely cool that they set up a finale in this movie where Godzilla is fucked. He, has, he can't stand a chance against both of these monsters at once. They This is one of the few movies, of recently at least, where they actually really do need the humans to intervene in order so that Godzilla doesn't get screwed. He gets his ass fucking handed to him in the final yeah. fight. Like, he gets literally buried (laughs) under the ground. And Titanosaurus is, like, jumping out. There's, like, a really cool moment that is very similar to the, uh, you know, Iron Hide getting shot. Right. Uh, moments in the, uh, uh, or no, it was a, um, smokescreen getting shot in the Transformers movie, where, like, Godzilla gets shot by one of, uh, Megagodzilla's missiles. And then he just, like, is stunned and smoke is billowing out of his face. And he just falls it's down so to the cool. ground.
1: Yeah, that's such a cool shot.
0: <laughs> it's very brutal. And, and it's, like, this awesome, like, oh, my fucking God, he's just getting his ass kicked. Uh, and it feels just so, hel- it feels hopeless, yeah. even more so than the previous movie, because he had help in the previous movie. And now he's, like, against kind of, like, this ultimate dinosaur monster And this, like, ultimate machine in its perfected form. Uh, And the only thing that the aliens didn't account for was that, you know, they turned Katsura into a cyborg, but they couldn't take away her human spirit. So that ends up, like, being the Doom. And that ends up, like, even after Godzilla is able to rip off Mechagodzilla's head, it doesn't disable it. There is actually a second head underneath... That I, head, I, I just I just uh, love the
1: bit of like personality that's that's shown there where like Godzilla's fighting him the second time in a row and he's like, Okay I mean I'm gonna say I'm gonna try the same trick again And he's gonna rip his head off and like maybe maybe it'll work again. Maybe they just didn't think to fix that and they did, damn it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, and then that's like the real like, oh fuck, he's fucked. And then that's when all the stuff involving the human characters coalesce uh and we get like the the tragic ending to mafane we get katsura you know uh shedding a tear and realizing that she's still a human yet realizing that she needs to die in order for humanity to survive Mm. and she ends up taking her own life with a gun which is a very like i did not expect that at all in in this like jesus (laughs) christ uh but uh, you know that leads to Met Godzilla being incapacitated and able to be destroyed, uh, and then quickly uh, the aliens are escaped. Godzilla just toasts them, "He's like, fuck you guys, whatever." Uh, <laughs> and then they're able to disable uh, Titanosaurus, so Godzilla can get one over on him. It's a it's a sad enough defeat to Titanosaurus like he gets like beaten up, potentially killed and thrown off yeah. the building. But it's important to note that the screenwriter did say that Titanosaurus actually did oh. survive. Uh and went off to live peacefully underneath the ocean after the events I, of the movie. I yeah. think because it was such a it's such a sad and unfair death that it feels kind of bad if it's just, like it's great in like a bitter tragic sense, right. but like I, I I'm okay with believing that yeah. he's still alive. That he didn't get murdered by. Godzilla. I definitely had read it yeah. as like,
1: oh no, they like he died because like that was something that really contributed to my feeling on the ending of this movie. If we if we can just get into it, yeah, uh, yeah, w- which is yeah,
0: yeah. I, I should say that this is this is something that was said like right, years after yeah, yeah, the yeah. fact. So in the movie, it's for all intents and purposes, yeah, yeah. the monster's so, dead. But yeah. but but if you want to believe he's alive because it's too sad to think that he's dead, there yeah you go. The, the, there's you know, a bone they, they gave yeah, you an they, out
1: they, they threw you a bone on that one but uh yeah so um uh the ending though I really like it's kind of amazing like how how much of a bummer this fucking ending is because I'm not like like th- there's cheering that happens and stuff but I I am not like. Uh, given any, like, sort of, like, enjoyment out of it because of uh, the two most, like, emotionally developed characters, uh, Mafune and uh, Katsura, both die. Titanosaurus seemingly dies as well. Uh, they they get rid of the aliens, but they also did that last time, and they still came back. Uh, so, so, like, mm-hmm. uh, the feeling of watching Godzilla walk off into the sunset at the end of the movie with like the, re- the sepia tone, like returning, uh, which is v- a very interesting choice, uh, kind of almost cementing this movie as now having been in the past, uh, uh, just like the other, like usages of it earlier, mm-hmm. uh, that like, uh, it gave me just like this, this like chill, like this feeling that like, uh, it, I, I wouldn't say it's, it's as extreme or the exact same feeling as, as I get from like the original Godzilla movie, but, It's similar uh, to a point where it's like, okay, wow, they really did end this super properly because they know that the stuff that the series of Godzilla preaches about do not leave us. Like, they're not—it's not going away. And that uh, it may have to come back again because we might have to learn a lot of these same lessons all over again or— we may have to mm-hmm. to feel these feelings again and stuff, but but it ends in such an uncertain place that it really struck a chord with me. The way this movie ends and the way that it, uh, the the, the tone that the, that the Showa era plays out on is such like a somber, like, uh uh again uncertain note. Uh, and I love yeah. that. It's so. Good. I think that's really that's yeah. really
0: cool. Yeah, it, it's such a great way to end. Like. I think the original Godzilla would have been the better, like, popcorn. Yeah, we know it's going out, so we're going out with a bang. And it would have been a great way to end the series, even if, like, the movie has its problems. But I think this is just such a beautiful... It feels... Everything about it feels like everything has come full circle. And that, you know, Ishiro Honda really understands all of the things that make Godzilla great. And he like has a full grasp on how the movies have progressed to this point, so he's able to incorporate a lot of that into mm-hmm. it. Without like, as much as I love the jokier tone of the Jin Fukuda movies, uh, you know that's kind of left to the wayside to try to tell a more, you know, tragic story about you know the tragic on the end of mm-hmm. the monsters, tragic on the in- uh, side of the humans. You know, uh, just so much emotional complexity in this movie compared to the previous one that I, I can't I cannot recommend it enough. Uh like if you had to watch like only a few of the movies of the Showa era, make sure this is one of the ones yeah. that you watch. Yeah.
1: I completely fucking agree. It is it it's it, it's just astounding. Like it really is like a triumph in a lot of ways, like creatively, uh uh Yeah. For yeah. the ending I- of this era. Yeah
0: yeah yeah one thing that i i want to drive home i guess Mm. uh that i did mention before and people might be like what the fuck was he talking about so i said before that there are elements of the movie that i think would be bad or like weak in other movies or i have complained about in other movies but i thought were like weirdly well done here or felt Mm -hmm. nostalgic or interesting and one of those things is like the intervention by the military right? Uh, like the idea that there's like the scenes where the fucking military is just firing guns and whatever I think that first scene where titanosaurus is attacking and the military is fighting back against it because we feel this like specific sense of sadness that titanosaurus is even attacking at all that it's being controlled in such a way uh, I think that adds a lot of uh, emotion to that scene yeah. despite the fact that it is just like the kind of the same type of scene yeah. that we've seen a million times that we're like oh we don't want this monster it's it's kind of like the previous movie with Godzilla fighting Anguirus or Godzilla fighting Anguirus where it's like no come on guys you sorted out your issues what's going on here yeah. and you know the the astute viewer like ourselves were like haha we know that that <laughs> is not the real Godzilla. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. But but this is like a more like that's a I don't know this is a less obvious yeah. version of that I guess I'll say like it's it's a more subtle version of that. So like that that's kind of like the last thing that I wanted to really nail down is that yes there are maybe parts that drag and like there really is only like one good guy character. Uh but I think one is all you need honestly, yeah, you know.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, uh and I think that I think that Katsura and, and Mafune are extremely compelling characters that they're the real emotional yeah. core of the movie.
1: Uh yeah, so, the the military just on that point and everything. Uh, I was I was just going to say they uh they get used in a similar way to like the uh, the Frankenstein movies which we love. And yeah. uh so military mm-hmm. presence is not always bad, but uh mostly And especially in real life, but but, (laughs) but, yeah, yeah. (laughs) But uh, 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 but 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 here they they found a they found a good interesting way to do it, especially compared to other Honda movies. Specifically, Uh, Honda definitely feels like a level up.
0: I think that uh, I think that's gonna do it on our last. You know, we we kind of summed up our feelings. I think that is it for the Showa Mm -hmm. era. It feels weird. We've been doing this for. A really long yeah, it's time. Like,
1: well, I, I think, actually, we started in... Uh, we started recording. Uh, so We're all talking about recording schedule right now. We started we started recording this in August, I think, of 2019. And we've had to take yes. some hiatuses, had to take some breaks. There's been a lot of figuring out we've had to do on the side. But now we're at the tail end of July, uh, two years later, and we are finishing the Showa Era uh, and that's and it's it's partly because of like life figuring out stuff we've had to do and stuff, and also because we've like added a few movies that were just like, okay, but we have to see this and stuff. like I know Daig- Daigoro, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely threw I, I like i I saw the poster uh googling stuff and just like kind of looking at Takasatsu stuff uh, and I like showed I, I like sent it to Wyatt and said, we have to see whatever this is. Toho's involved. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like, yeah, like, yeah. if I'm to stay on this show, we are watching this shit, and so like, I have to know what this is. And there's been other yeah. stuff we also added in on the fly as well, uh, and uh, like I think latitude zero, which was a fucking wonderful choice, also. Uh, but oh yeah. Yeah, th- yeah, yeah, this has been a, a long journey, and I'm really happy that that we're finally at the end of it, and we're getting to yeah and- this other stuff, yeah.
0: So what I want to say is thank you very much for being here this mm-hmm. whole time. You know if you've wa- whether or not you've watched the series or listened to the series from the beginning, or if you jumped in halfway or if you're just picking and choosing episodes. Either way, for us this is a huge milestone. Yeah. Uh, this is the end of the first season of Discuss All Monsters. Yeah, and I kind of want to talk about what we're going to do from here with the main series. So we have all of our bonus stuff for Patreon. Don't worry about that. Unless you... I mean, we'll talk about that at the end of the episode. Uh, But, like, this isn't going to affect any of that. That will be the same. That's going on its own schedule. But we're reaching a new point. We're reaching a new era. Yeah. Uh, So, instead of going directly to the Heisei Godzilla movies, we decided we wanted to take a little break from Godzilla since we've done it for two years now. Uh, And I think that that's, that's a totally fair thing... To come to, but what could possibly fill the gap for the second season, if not Godzilla? Well, friends, there's another monster on the block, baby, another big G, another type of reptile creature. Yes, we're talking about the Friends all children, Gamera. So, our next season, our next bunch of episodes for probably the next year. Uh, are going to all be about the Gamera movies, but more specifically, or more broadly, uh, a lot of the to- tokusatsu movies by the company Daye, which is the production company behind Gamera. So we're going to talk about all the Showa Gamera movies, all of the Heisei Gamera movies, too, and all three of the Daimajin movies, because they kind of exist as, like, a three-part series, as well as a few bits and bobs along the way. But mostly we're going to focus on... Those yeah. guys, because as far as uh, Tokusatsu stuff that Daiye has done, that's really it. Yeah, um, yeah,
1: there's not there's not a ton. There's not a whole lot.
0: So, uh, does that mean that we won't be talking about Godzilla inter- in the interim? Not necessarily. There could always be uh, an open week where we'll do something like we did a couple weeks ago with the Hanna-Barbera Godzilla movie or the, the TV right. show. Uh, we have other ideas for other Godzilla media like games, talking about the different Godzilla games. Uh, we of course have if you know you you unlock those thresholds, we'll be talking about, you know <laughs> the the shitty movies on Netflix. I don't know if they're yeah. bad, but eh, whatever. Uh, so but you can look forward to that as our next big series. Before that though, we got one more bonus episode. Of Discuss All Monsters, where we, Nikki and I are going to go through and rank every single movie that we've talked about up to this point and put it into an official list. This is something that we've teased many times throughout the series, and we're finally going to sit down and actually do it. Yeah. Uh, and it's going to be it's gonna be enough of an undertaking that we're going to record it and post it as a bonus episode. Uh, it will be free. It's not going to be a Patreon thing. It will just be on the main timeline, but it won't fit into the the regular release schedule uh you know it it will be in between the two seasons but it won't necessarily be like you know it won't be on friday or whatever it could be anytime and
1: and we'll be releasing Uh, it kind of uh like right between the two seasons and stuff uh uh, partly because we're going to be taking just a small break in production to be uh uh looking for uh 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 some 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 guests uh, we've got some fresh faces probably gonna have some returning faces for the gamer stuff because fun fact mm-hmm. uh some said it on the episode some did not every single fucking guest we talked to <laughs> for this series yep. has brought up Gamera <laughs> and been like all right if you if you want to talk about yeah, gamma yeah. and stuff so there's an enthusiasm here that we have not been aware of so so we're, we're about to get yeah into it. absolutely
0: yeah. uh I'm extremely excited for that. Uh, one thing that hopefully we can look forward to is that two of the guests that wanted to be on the gamer movies are like good friends in real life, uh, like close personal friends. So we could, and that is Toby Jones and Alex Horeb, Uh So we might be able to do an episode with both of them as a guest for one of the Hase mm-hmm. Gamer movies and kind of like wide uh, in the pool, you know, to have other guests for the other two. Yeah. Uh, But we're going to have to wait and see. That's going to be a while from now because we still got all the Showa movies and the Daimajin movies uh, to take care of. So that is what is going to be next. And again, thank you so much for being here for the Showa series. And, uh, you know, it's been an insane undertaking in a lot of ways. You know, we're doing this, like, on top of the actual, you know, this isn't, like, our bread-winning thing. You know, we're doing this on top of actual, like, personal responsibilities uh, in our life. This is mostly just a hobby, but thank you so yeah. much. And thanks to uh, our Papa Jeremy Parish for, for shepherding us and giving us a lot more reach uh, with the greenlit podcast network and everything. So I don't think that I've ever actually thanked the listeners, but truly uh, this is from the bottom of yeah. my heart. I cannot tell you how much I love that you guys are interested in our discussions and I can't wait to finally like go and you know i love you godzilla but we need a little break
1: you know our relationship is getting
0: a little strained so let let's move on to gamera see how he's doing and uh this enter new waters yeah uh turtle filled (laughs) waters and uh let's see how that goes uh so so nikki do you want to uh now that we've gotten all that out of the way uh by the way everybody can just turn off the episode <laughs> no
1: now. please don't uh,
0: because we're gonna <laughs> because we're gonna be talking about the yes. patreon stuff so nikki why don't you tell us what you can find yeah. at the patreon and where we can find yeah you i would
1: love to extend my my deepest thanks to the listeners as well but i think especially to the patreon uh uh, uh to the patrons on patreon because uh they've been financially like helping us out and stuff like we only have you know a bit that we make every month and everything, but it does help. And uh, you as a listener, if you would like to thank us for the work that we've done and see us do more and do bigger and badder stuff and hopefully extend the explode when defeated reach uh, past, discuss all monsters and possibly get into other like topics uh, and everything once we get Mm -hmm. to the end of this, because the planned seasons two and three or whatever uh, uh, of, of this whole thing is, uh, uh, they are shorter than Showa. Showa is the longest section of this whole thing. Yeah. It's like
0: twice as long as both of them. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, uh, uh,
1: if you want to help us, help support us and tell us loud and clear that you want to see more and you want to see Explode Undefeated, this podcast, uh, have more seasons and more shows, uh, successive, then please subscribe to the Patreon, uh, and get us to some of those goals so we can add on extra stuff. Uh, we are at uh, $50 now. Uh, uh, we got some new patrons recently, very recently, like th- th- this past week. I did. Uh, I was asked to post in a couple places where they were like, wait, you you have a podcast? I'm like, ah, oh, I love when this happens. And <laughs> I posted and stuff. So, so, so <laughs> we've some more patrons and stuff. So now we are halfway, as of recording this, to our $100 goal, which will make us uh, watch all of the Hollywood American Godzilla movies and... Uh,
0: including the tri-star one
1: and Godzilla versus Kong, even though there was an episode on that, that was like an extra, this one I will be on and you will hear all of the colorful opinions I have of that movie. If you, if you, uh, uh, get us there and if you want to get us to, I think it's like 150, uh, I may adjust it or something like that. Uh, 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 you can make us watch the probably boring as shit Generebuchi anime ones. but uh, uh, So if you want to make us hate-watch mm-hmm. things, get us to those goals. Uh, but uh, on top yes. of that and stuff, uh, $1 tier gets you an uh, a off-topic, fun podcast that we do ev- uh, every two weeks called Shit Shooters where we discuss some topics. We talk about what we're playing. We talk about what we're watching and stuff that isn't Godzilla stuff. We talk about basically anything that doesn't have to do with this podcast. <laughs> Or with any of our mini-series. Uh, and then on the $5 tier, you can get our mini-series, uh, where we have our not-so-mini uh, uh, Let's Go Rider cast, where we talked about the original 1971 Common Rider. That complete series is on there. Uh, you can also get our test podcast we did on Transformers the Movie from 1986, which is a formative picture for both of us uh, that kind of extends to why we're even doing the show now. And uh, you can also hear our magnum opus, probably uh, podcast of the Planet of the Apes, uh, where, where we talk yep. about the Planet of the Apes and how insane yeah. those movies get and how and how much we love oh, them and the- love talking about them. There's so much to dig into. It's amazing. I yeah, yeah. love it.
0: Oh, yeah. And, and cannot wait to do more. We have so many more ideas yeah. for that.
1: Yeah. And uh, but yeah,
0: Nikki, you, where, where the hell oh, yeah. can they find you on right, social right. media? If you want to
1: just follow me on Twitter and see me talk about uh, DS RPGs or whatever the fuck, uh, then you can follow me on uh, at Anti Underscore Laser on Twitter. Uh, yeah. And I also do a podcast, not about music, but featuring musicians where we talk about whatever, uh, called Pod Spirit, which is uh, for my label Pop Spirit that I'm on with uh, uh, my friend Hazel who runs it. And uh, we just talk about whatever, and uh, uh, we also release music on Pop Spirit, uh, 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 including two bands of mine, Fold and Burned In, which are both featured on there. And uh, so, yeah, that's all my stuff. Uh, uh, Wyatt, w- w- where can people find you? What are you doing?
0: Oh, you can find me at Twitter.com slash WazRanger, W-A-Z-P Ranger. Uh, it's, like, what, probably October, like Late October by the time that this is releasing, I think we're like six months. Mu- we're not six months. We're like three months behind as far as the recording yeah. goes. I think so. It's probably dread time. Oh, I'm probably talking yeah. about that. It's the pre preamble to SMT five. Uh We're gonna be real annoying oh, about yeah. that. Talking about uh, all the demons. So, talking about how how,
1: how, <laughs> how horny uh, uh fucking uh, uh succubus is and. <laughs> <laughs> all
0: the, oh, all, yeah, the all the cool, cool all cool right. demons, yeah. Suck her bus. Uh, so I almost spit yeah, out my fucking Yeah, th- you can. Fi- <laughs> so you can you can hear me talk about video games that ad nauseum on Twitter, like that. Uh, you can also find me on YouTube where I make videos about cartoons. I've probably done a lot more stuff in the months uh, leading up to since I've recorded this. So let's hope that. Future Wyatt has delivered, <laughs> uh, thumbs up to me. Yeah. <laughs> but if you want to, if you want what uh, some videos that I know I have released at this point, then hey, you could always check out my most popular video, which is on Clarence and Craig of the Creek, uh, discussing those shows and how they compare and contrast, uh, or my video on Camp Lazlo. A lot of people really liked that video, yeah. so I was very happy. Probably my favorite video that I've made so far. Uh, and my video on uh, My Gene Partners a Monkey, which has, like, bad video quality, but is also was an extremely fun video to make uh, in a lot of ways. I love talking about uh, an underappreciated, kind of hated series like that. And kind of, like, digging into why people don't like certain things from specific points in their life. Hell
1: yeah.
0: Uh, that's just an interesting topic to me. In a lot of ways because i've had a lot of fraught relationships with things like that and i talk about it in that video and maybe some other videos that have already come out at that point so uh that's going to do it for me and that's going to do it for the plugs and that's going to do it for the first season of discuss all monsters again the second season we're going all in on camera and the third season we'll be doing like all of the rest of the Godzilla movies. Uh so all of the heysen movies all of the Millennium movies and Sheen Godzilla, as well as uh, the other movies in the Sheen saga, uh, whether or not they're Godzilla-related. Who gives who cares? a shit? We love. Uh, we're on. still going. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're a gigantic fan. There is a very distinct possibility that we'll be the 100th podcast to do a rewatch, like episode by episode thing, on Evangelion, uh, there, because we love Hidekiano that much. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> There's a distinct possibility. If we ever do that, Toby, we're coming for you. We're going to get you on there again. So either way, thank you so much for everything again. See you next time as we... Well, I guess the next episode is going to be the bonus episode. But the next real episode, we'll be taking you back all the way to, what, 1965 with Gamera. See you there.
1: going back in time just got to the 70s All right